Section 3 of A Scientific and Practical Treatise on American Football for Schools and Colleges by Henry L. Williams and Almos Alonzo Stagg. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 3. The Center Rusher. The prevailing idea in time past has been that the largest and heaviest man who could be procured should be used for the center rusher, or snapback of the eleven. So universal has this idea become that it has long been a common joke to say of an especially large and stout person, he would make a good center rusher. Every new team formed, as a rule, selects the center according to this axiomatic fallacy. It is easy to see how this principle of selection became established under the old pushing style of game, and it still should hold sway, provided it brings with the selection certain qualities of mind and certain physical capacities, which will enable the center to be one of the most active and effective agents on the field. The center occupies a unique position on the eleven in that he starts the play after each down, and is the only member of the team who cannot run with the ball from a scrimmage, because it is impossible to make him a third man advantageously. His work, therefore, is limited in that particular, by reason also of his having to protect the quarterback after he snaps the ball, and because he is invariably entangled with the opponents, it is impossible for him to become a valuable running interferer. What work and interference he is able to do is limited to blocking the opponents from breaking through the line, or running behind their own line to head off the runner with the ball at one side. Possibly, when very clever and swift, he may be able to cut across the field to interfere with the halfback or the fullback. The center should make a practice of doing this latter work on every play around the end, and on every play between the tackle and end. Perhaps he may not be able to get ahead of the runner, but he will be of valuable assistance by checking some of the opponents from running behind their line and tackling him. Now and then, also, he will be able to get ahead of the runner and go down the field with him. From these statements it might appear that it did not matter especially whether the center rusher was a slow runner or not, and that emphasis should be laid on his possessing size and weight, which are understood as necessary to the proper filling of that position. The truth is, that while a slow runner, if he has cleverness for that position and is strong and weighty, will be able to do fairly well as a center, he cannot begin to be as serviceable to his team as if he were also a fast runner. Granting that a fast runner will not be able to do much interfering, or running with the ball, he will still be able to use his speed most helpfully in breaking through the line to tackle, in crossing over to one side to head off a runner, or in going down the field on a kick. Furthermore, his speed will be most helpful in playing a quick game, because he is thus able to follow the ball so closely that there will be no delay in putting it in play. This is a most important point in the center's play. He must be on hand to receive the ball the instant it is down. It is impossible to play a quick game where the center lags, or to prevent one on the part of the opponents. When there are not many large men who are fast runners, it is better, perhaps, to place the speedy man in the position of guard and take a slower man for center. The ideal center will be one who is swift of foot in addition to his other powers. He should be a large man, not a ponderous man, unless he is quick and strong. 
he should be especially strong in his legs and back for he must stand steadily on his feet against the continuous pushing and wrestling which he receives directly from the opponents and incidentally from the guards on either side of him if he is easily moved or toppled over he will be likely now and then to snap the ball poorly thus making the quarterback uneasy and flurried in handling it steadiness is a most necessary part of the center's work and it cannot well be overlooked in the selection of a man to fill that position further as in every position on the eleven endurance is a prime resequite so it is in this more of it is needed however than in most others because the work is much harder no short-winded fat man can long stand the hard work of that position if he does his duty not only is great physical labor required of the centre but he must also be constantly subjected to knocks and bruises from the plunging and tearing of the rushers and half-backs as they try to break through the line no man therefore can play in this position who is not physically courageous and who is not able to rise to his work after each assault with new grit and determination he should be a man who is cool and collected at all times combative but never losing control of his temper one who endures worrying without being rattled by it one who never gives up and is bound to conquer nowhere in the line is there need for such steadiness as in the centre from him every play starts in a scrimmage and a little unsteadiness on his part will be likely to make havoc with the quarterback's work and hence with the offensive play of the whole team nothing can be more fatal to quick and steady play for it is sure to produce hesitancy in action in some of the players with hurried action in others in assuming his position for a scrimmage the centre may follow either of two methods of standing when snapping the ball one where one foot is placed back for a brace the ball being snapped between the legs and a little to one side the other where both feet are widely spread to interfere with opponents as they attempt to break through and to avoid getting into the way of the ball which can be snapped straight back where the first position is followed the centre should be able to work equally well with either foot forward in order to secure certain advantages in handling his opponent the centre rusher should make a study of the best way of snapping the ball back and then hold it the same way every time he should confer with the quarterback on this point as the latter is to handle the ball and it may be easier to take it when snapped in a particular way there are two methods followed in snapping the ball one in which the ball is held on the small end and sent back swiftly with little effort in such a way that the quarterback catches it in the air all ready to pass the other where the ball is laid on its side and rolled along the ground to the point where it is stopped by the quarterback and then picked up in a very good position for passing this latter method is more generally used because it does not require as delicate work on the part of the centre in giving the snap but speed is sacrificed by it and there is greater liability that the ball shall be deflected from its course by touching the legs it would be well for the centre to learn to use either hand in snapping for it will often prove an advantage the centre rusher will do well to make a study of snapping the ball by both methods of standing and by both ways of holding it until he settles on the one best suited to him he should then practice this against an opponent until he is able to stand firmly on his feet and send the ball back accurately at a uniform rate of speed each time in case the ball is placed on end it is better to have it lean toward the opposing centre at an angle of about sixty degrees 
it can be held more firmly in this position and can also be sent back more swiftly with a bound into the air care must be taken not to send the ball too swiftly while the center is practicing to secure steadiness accuracy and uniformity in snapping the ball he should likewise practice getting his opponent out of the way in putting the ball in play the center has the advantage of being able to select the time to snap and he can choose it to meet his own purpose besides he knows the exact instant when he intends to send the ball back and can get the start of his opponent the center therefore is master of the situation when he has the ball it is for these reasons that he can frequently be down the field on a kick as soon as the ends and yet not expose the full back to great danger in having the ball stopped there are various ways for the center to handle his man and get him out of the way he may plunge forward at the instant he snaps the ball carrying his opponent before him he may lift him to one side or the other according to the play called for and the position of the opponent he may fall on him if he is down too low or he may get under him and lift him in the air if his opponent reaches over him in any one of these methods the opportune moment must be seized like a flash and the action be quick and powerful a slow strong movement will never succeed long and faithful practice is necessary before the centre can acquire this quickness and power in his eagerness to take advantage of his opponent he must never fail to wait for the quarterback's signal before snapping the ball a little forgetfulness on this point might prove disastrous the centre can be a most valuable man in defensive play if he understands his position by giving his opponents a quick pull forward or to one side at the instant the latter snaps the ball by lifting him suddenly backward or by grasping his arm the centre can frequently break through more quickly than either guard or tackle whenever he succeeds in getting through he will be a strong obstacle to all dashes between himself and the guards and he will sometimes be able to interfere with the quarterback's pass another way in which the centre may play on the defence is to spend all his energy for a moment in getting his opponent out of the way and then spring at the runner in this case the centre must throw off his opponent quickly and not allow himself to be carried backward at the same time he must not attempt to break through the line when the play is around the end or even at the tackle the centre should move quickly from his position and pass around behind his own line to meet and tackle the runner when the opposite side is about to kick the centre should do his utmost to break through the line and stop it but sometimes it may be better instead to make an opening for the quarterback he is helped in doing this by the opposite centre himself as he plunges forward to block him in such a case a good opening can be made for the quarterback if the centre will place himself in front of his opponent a little to one side and then pull the latter forward to the right or left the guard at the side on which the opening is made should know of this plan so that he may not spoil it either by pushing his opponent in the path or by getting in the way himself if there is danger of his doing this it will be better for him to help enlarge the opening for the quarterback on the defensive the centre may play a little to one side or the other of his opponent or directly in front to suit the situation it is most unwise for the centre to assume the same position every time for by so doing he gives the opposite centre only one problem to work out and that one probably the same each time where the centre takes an extreme side position 
unless he does it just before the ball is snapped he gives the captain of the other eleven a fine chance to call for a play which will take advantage of the situation there is abundant opportunity for the display of headwork in outwitting the opposing centre in breaking through the line the line is so compact at this point that it is not an easy task to slip by especially as the opposing centre is watching to take his man at a disadvantage various methods are resorted to in breaking through the line sometimes the centre acting on the defence is thrown head foremost to the ground by a quick hard pull the attacking centre stepping aside or over him as he falls he may also be turned sideways just enough to slip past him or he may be lifted back perhaps into the face of the runner the most common method employed by the centre in getting through is to catch the arm of the opponent on the side on which it is desired to go through give it a jerk and dash into the opening the centre in defence must insist on the ball being down where it belongs some centre rushers have a way of moving the ball forward several inches further than it should be there is no occasion for generosity under such circumstances and the centre must feel that it is his duty to stand up for the rights of his team by constantly guarding against any infringement of this kind on the other hand a constant bickering over an inch or two of ground may be made of such importance that the game is interfered with and delayed to such an extent that a much greater gain would have resulted were the ball put in play the instant the signal called for it a good referee will see to it that the ball is snapped each time from the proper spot it is always the duty of the centre rusher to keep close to the opponent who brings the ball in from the sideline in order to protect the rights of his team likewise it is well to paste in the opponent who brings the ball to the twenty-five yard line in order to prevent a quick play being made when his own side are not in position the guards assist him in this end of section three